So I'd probably wager that the story I'm about to give you would make for the most fire intro ever. But I'll let you decide it because here it is. A Japanese woman was having laser surgery on her cervix and then she farted and that ignited the laser and it set her on fire. So now the question that I have to ask is, honestly that wasn't even the question that I was intending on asking but you know it, it just kind of fit itself right there. But I don't know, this story can give you so many jokes, it can give you so many puns to drop there. Like, it can be used to relate to so many rap songs. You know, first of all, she probably is amazing in bed, considering that now you can say that she has fire pussy. Like, you can equate it to a bunch of rap songs. You know, there's one by Lloyd Banks called On Fire. You know, if if you're one of those people that used to listen to hip-hop in the early 2000s, if you're somebody that's a little bit more recent, you know, there's somebody like Travis Scott, whose famous ad lib will still be usable in this situation. So let me even see if I can drop it here. And, you know, if if you're somebody that loved R&B back in the day, you know, there's Usher and, you know, his situation of I think we should just let it burn. Um, you know, it just kind of fits there. If you want a song that's even a little bit more recent than all of these, you know, there was 2019's largest hit, which was done by Gunna, and the remix had Travis Scott again and Young Thug. Like, it just kind of fits well into songs. And for some reason, it's like the jokes literally write themselves. Like, this woman is Japanese and she lit her pussy on fire. Like, if anything, it ain't sushi, but you're still not gonna be banging it raw, even though you're going unstrapped. Like, out of everyone in that room, she could technically call herself the hottest person there and no one would disagree. Like, whether she looked good or she didn't, that's probably what the thermometer would have said and you cannot fault a thermometer for talking about what's hot and what's not. So, in a sense, it's just there. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel as though these jokes are just rolling off of my tongue and frankly, I feel sorry for her because, you know, she's pretty much made herself a laughing joke considering the way she roasted herself. Like, it's not that I want to make fun of her, they're literally just there. But anyways, all fun aside, this is something that did actually happen. And frankly, I do kind of feel sorry for her, because in a sense, it's almost like she kind of lit herself up, and to some degree, it's like she turned her fart into a flamethrower. And it's actually very possible to do this because a typical fart, and I'm actually reading this online, is composed of about 59% nitrogen, which is harmless, 21% hydrogen, which is actually harmful if, you know, weaponized and shit, 9% carbon dioxide, fairly harmless, 7% methane, a bit harmful, and 4% oxygen. So to be quite honest, if this babe has a lethal fart, she could turn herself into a flamethrower or she could just be the most inefficient and smelly way to actually have a nice steak. But then again, I wouldn't know that because I'm not a medical profession, neither was I there when that surgery was happening. But what I do have is a podcast, which I should probably begin. So we should probably start by me saying... Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one breaktime podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. 
The man on the mic is a man whose women have a certain fire in them that he never wants to see ever come out. He is a man who once thought that MILF was a combination of milk and beef. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweed Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now as usual the drill is pretty simple, probably should have replaced Baby Shark at this point cause it sounds pretty good as its own kind of you know, tune that I can probably repeat time and time again. Now if you don't know the tune then you can just listen, if you know it then feel free to repeat it with me cause it's pretty much the same words, pretty much the same tempo and I say it in pretty much the same exact way every single time I hop onto Tweet Street and it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at the D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle where I go and I pull up the tweets and I break them down from there. On Facebook and Instagram if it happens to be one of those screenshots that came from Twitter, if it happens to be one of those screen grabs that have been taken from Twitter and have found their way there, then the place to send them to is the DMs of at website on Facebook and on Instagram and I will take them from there and I will handle them accordingly. Now, I want to get into the tweets real quick because we do have quite a bit that I would like for us to talk about. But before we get into that, we need to talk about the news that was trending on Twitter this entire week. For those of y'all that are listening when this episode dropped, you know, if, if you are listening a little bit later, then you might kind of remember it. And it's the breakup of Nick Ndeda and his babe Mudoni. Now, for those of y'all that don't know Nick Ndeda, you know, if you stay outside of Kenya, Nick Ndeda is a radio presenter, or at least as I was being told one or two days ago, former radio presenter, and his babe is a DIY content creator on YouTube. Now, they broke up, and you know, it's normal for celebrities and media personalities and influencers of sorts to break up, you know, it's perfectly normal. Hollywood has them, you know, every single industry I think has its own set of celebrities that will break up. But what happened was they broke up and they announced it on YouTube. You know, they did an entire video announcing their breakup. Now, by all means, announcing your breakup as two influential personalities isn't a bad thing. It's perfectly normal. People do that all the time. Doing it on YouTube, not everyone does it, but YouTubers do it. So, you know, it's kind of normal as well. But the issue is these guys did it and it was a 28 minute video mostly comprising of her just talking about how she wants to go back to being single blah blah wing face blah blah other shit like this guy was there and normally you'd have expected you know homie to just chill and be quiet but you know he tried to be interactive but the worst part about it is like man's was leaning towards her side a little bit you know he it pretty much ignited the whole simping issue that guys usually talk about you know guys guys came out on twitter and this was a trending story for like two three straight days and people are busy talking about how you know man's was simping hard on that video you know man's lost this baby because he simped and here's the thing these guys were together for seven years and in those seven years man's was asked to go and do a vasectomy which he went and he did and that as well as you know the body language how he was behaving on the video as well as the fact that he happened to sit in for that video for the entire 28 minutes you know provided that no one did any special editing so it could have been longer all culminated in this hypothesis that this man was simping and the guy received quite a bit of backlash on twitter like this guy was actually trending for like two days straight and while i'd probably jump on the same bandwagon of calling him a simp 
I wouldn't really start to call him a simp based on how he's been with her for 7 years and they've probably been like this. I'd call him a simp based on the kind of body language that I saw from the video itself. Like I didn't watch the whole video but there was a clean 14 seconds that ended up catching quite a bit of traction which I saw which showed me how this guy could actually be the simp in all of this. But whichever way we look at it, I wouldn't really say that he was simping for the entirety of the 7 years. Cause I think to a huge degree this man was caring and the unfortunate bit of it is when the relationship ends and it starts to be seen how caring of a person you were to your babe, nowadays it's just gonna be taken as simping. And it's something that I was even talking about on last week's episode of Tweet Street. Cause while there's people who will say that oh you know you can't simp when you're in a relationship and there's people that are saying oh you know when you're in a relationship you're simping, I came in and I said you know what, it shouldn't happen in a relationship but it does. It's not uncommon for it to happen. But whichever way you look at it, always strive to treat your babe, always strive to treat your partner regardless of gender, regardless of sexuality in the best way possible. Cause at the end of the day, whether you treated your partner like royalty or like a slave, once the relationship ends, you will be mocked for doing both. Cause you think about it as a guy, like if you didn't treat your babe well, you know, if most of what you were doing was using her and you didn't give her the generosity and you know, the nice treatment, these women are gonna turn on you and be like, you know, you were a shit boyfriend anyways. They're gonna come back and they're like, you know what, he didn't even treat his woman like a queen. You know, he didn't even appreciate his woman. But at the same time, if you go and you treat her like a queen and you treat her like she's the best thing on the planet, at the end of the day, it's not just the babes that'll make fun of you, it'll be the guys who come in and they'll say, oh, you know, simping this, simping that. Then the babes will come in and they'll be like, well, he also got his dose of character development and shit. You know, he clowned and everything. And you'll be mocked and ridiculed for both. Like, that's just how it is. Kind of the same way I was saying it last week, it's almost like being a baby daddy. Cause if the baby daddy comes in to say, oh, you know what, I'm not ready to take care of the kid abort and the babe refuses, it becomes this whole story of men aren't supposed to have an opinion on what a woman does with her body type shit. But on the flip side, if you actually do come in and say, you know what, it's cool, you can have the kid. When she's coming to you for child support and you're saying you don't have money, these people are still going to be coming back saying, then why the hell did you choose to have the kid? Like. You didn't have a choice whether you wanted to or you didn't. So either way, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. So in a sense, I wouldn't fault him for the seven years. What I can call simping is the fact that this guy was showing so much loving body language towards her and she wasn't reciprocating it and mans didn't just turn back and be like, you know what, it's cool. Like mans was still gushing over the babe, yet the babe clearly doesn't want him. It's like he didn't accept the reality of it and you know try and kind of seem all independent and stand up for himself and shit. And for that reason, I'm still gonna be calling the guy a simp for that. But that being said, I think it's entirely up to you whether you think he was a simp or not. But either way, relationships end and it's unfortunate that it happens that way. And usually there's somebody that still has feelings at the end of the relationship and it's unfortunate that you know they're the ones that usually end up getting hurt the most. But that being said, we do have tweets to do, so on to the first tweet. This idiot asks me to fire his wife. Apparently, she has developed a quote-unquote big head because she has a job. And as a fellow man, I should help him save his marriage by letting her go. I 
don't know if this is for me to really say but what kind of stupid shit is that like i know the husband can be going through a difficult time at home and shit but what kind of stupid ass form of thinking is that like i can get pulling strings so that you know you can get your significant other or somebody that you like something but playing around with those strings so that they can end up losing that same shit as well is quite honestly i don't know if i can call it manipulative as fuck or just downright cold like damn like if you as a husband are doing that for your wife yo i'm glad i'm not that wife and i honestly pity her because I don't know if she really married a man that loves her or a man that just found her convenient or you know had agreed to some form of convenient relations with her because this is downright cold and the worst part about it is this guy is actually considering it because you know helping his fellow man and shit but even though you are trying to help your fellow man you do have to ask yourself you know what lengths you're actually going to actually help your fellow man because here's the thing I'm one person that understands that different people have different fights in different places and when you can help out you should but the fights of two people who share a bed are not for you to get in between. It's kind of the same way people usually have that whole thing of when two brothers are fighting don't go in between the both of them lest they turn on you and wreck you as well. Because when it's two people who share a bed, when it's two people who share some sort of a special bond together, they can always break things and set them back together. But with you over there trying to get in between, they could wreck you together and when they eventually do get back together, guess who's the person that's gonna be hated out of all of this? It's gonna be you. Like there is no way where you actually come out on top after this. The best that you can do is let them fight their shit out and once they're done with it let them come back and you know you can console the both of them also you also do need to consider the fact that if you are the wife's boss it is not your place to interfere in her personal matters your jurisdiction over what she gets to do is entirely based off of her job responsibilities and also working hours but whatever the hell she chooses to do with her personal life especially after working hours is not your problem regardless of how close you are with the family regardless of how her and the husband treat each other and if anything even though you were to fire her and then rehire her once things get a little bit better with the husband what you'll be doing is handling a symptom and not the problem kind of like the same way i was busy talking about that whole cheating thing back on battle of the sexes like her having her quote-unquote big head because she has a job is a problem that her and her husband need to sort out and she needs to understand that you know even though you have a big job and shit like there's a certain way that you're supposed to treat your husband and all of that but if you take away the job it'll force her to have to behave that way instead of learning to behave that way out of choice because if she doesn't learn to do it by choice it's not like you're the only person that can hire her if she goes and gets a job elsewhere who says she won't just behave the same exact way right so if anything that's something that she needs to learn that's something that they need to deal with as a couple and you have no business getting in between any of that but anyways that being said on to the next tweet if she doesn't need a wheelchair after sex then you have failed as a man okay all right all right okay now this tweet is probably one of the more interesting ones that i saw this week because if anything it's based off of a stereotype on sex and how guys are supposed to perform in the bedroom because 
there's this thing that people usually like to say some people like to talk about how they want to be plowed you know some people say they want you know nice good long fat dick like they want to get it real good from somebody who's well hung but the truth of the matter is at least from a lot of the babes that i've spoken to this whole thing about oh you know i want someone that can beat that pussy up like it's not like they want that shit all the time like there's something good about you know beating it so well that she has problems walking or her legs are shaking and shit but at the same time it's not what you have to do it depends on the babe because like there's those babes that have problems walking and it's because they were being hit from the back not that they enjoyed it but the intensity and the kind of forces that were there kind of ended up injuring her a little bit more than they pleasured her and as a result of that you find that this babe has issues walking and you know she's gonna be talking about how she feels like she needs a wheelchair but has she really been pleasured probably not and sometimes that difference between injury and pleasure can be so great that this babe felt more pain than pleasure and yes there's babes that like pain there's those ones that don't and you know there's you know differences in all of that shit and bdsm and everything but that's besides the point the thing that i'm trying to say here is while there's nothing wrong with you beating that pussy up to the point where she feels like she needs a wheelchair or she has problems walking or those legs are shaking you need to understand that that's only one side of sex like yes you can satisfy her but her being unable to walk isn't the only form of satisfaction that's there because it's kind of the same exact way there's some people that believe that not unless if you've gone to the gym and you've worked out all the way till you have pain and you have problems moving around it's not like you've gotten a good workout in of which any good trainer will probably tell you that that's absolute bullshit you can still get some good work and you can still do very good work without you having to get to the point of failure having to get to the point of pain having to get to the point where you're unable to move now if you look at the idea of just beating it up all you're doing when you're saying such a thing is just pressuring guys to constantly work to overperform and work themselves to the bone for satisfaction that probably was already gotten or could have been gotten under much easier circumstances under much simpler circumstances you know you probably didn't even need to do all that much because she probably already even got that pleasure well into the beginning of it and you know now you're just overdoing it so if anything you shouldn't be doing all that much but if you're not sure about how much or how little you should do probably you should just ask her you know just ask her what she wants done for her and then you do it and then once she's satisfied you can go ahead and chase your nut but ati you have to plow her all the way till she can't walk like bruh it's not even that necessary but anyways that being said let us move it on to our final tweet of this episode simping is really just men shaming each other for treating women as human beings with basic dignity and respect well clearly this man has zero idea what simping is although then again most people don't really know what simping is like i actually posed this question on twitter on somebody's very public forum just asking people what is simping like i tried to explain it in an episode and i remember that episode and frankly even i was a little bit more confused after doing the episode but like i think about it right now most people don't really know what simping is like you actually try and think about it people equate simping 
based on how much somebody is giving versus how much somebody is getting or is supposed to be getting out of it. So in a sense, based on how much value you place on one or the other, you can consider that somebody is simping or not at any given time. So like take for example, if a guy is like, you know what, I like to take my babes out on a date before I bang them and you know I don't get to bang all of them, somebody will come in and say, you know what, you're simping. You can tell this babe to just come straight to your place and you lay pipe. Like the fact that you have to go and buy them dinner, that means that you're probably simping. Some people would believe that. But in reality, is it really simping? Because if you talk to somebody who's a little bit more old school and traditional about the whole idea of dating, even though it's a one night stand, they might say that that's necessary. And you know, the guys that just invite a babe to bang and you know, they don't even do anything for them are probably, you know, sleazeballs or you know, they're probably not appreciating women as well. And they could also be right. And to be quite honest, the idea of treating a woman like a basic human being, I think is just, you know, a matter of equality. Uh, there's nothing wrong with treating a woman like a basic human being. And I think a lot of guys do treat a babe like a basic human being. But I personally think the point at which simping becomes simping in and of itself is when you not only start treating the babe like more than just a basic human being, but you also end up doing so much such that what you're giving, what you're putting in is a lot more than what you're getting out such that you're doing a hell of a lot more for the babe yet you could have done a hell of a lot less and while that is subjective one way or another based on the kind of value that you give different things at the end of the day simping is simply just putting in way more than you're getting out like that's probably the most basic way to define it how people choose to define it beyond that now is what starts to complicate things because either way it's simply just that like you're putting in all of this work just to get into her panties yet you could have probably done a hell of a lot less work and still gotten a chance to get into those panties like that'll classify as simping when you're giving her a piece of your heart when you're giving her the keys to your heart and she can't even give you her keys to hold then at that point you've probably given a hell of a lot more than you probably should and that'll classify as simping so in a sense i think i've tried to kind of simplify simping <laughs> no pun intended and in a way i think it does kind of make things a little bit easier for people to kind of decipher what simping is and what simping isn't but then again i could be wrong so i want your thoughts on this on twitter it is at bagaka the d which happens to be my personal twitter handle on facebook and on instagram it is at break time on my side thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening on Castbox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and i will attend to them accordingly feel free to also drop a rating and review on apple as well as any other app that does that and i will catch you guys on the next break <music>